Welcome back to the Vinland Chronicles of Vinland Saga podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chad. Hi, I'm Ronnie. And today we're covering Season 1, Episode 13, Child of a Hero. Ronnie, what'd you think about the episode? Loved it. This is one of the best episodes of the show so far. It's a great episode, and I will say this. We were talking about, about it earlier today. I watched this episode last night, and I was so sleepy. So sleepy to the point where I was like, all right, I'm going to watch Vinland in about an hour. And then I got to a point where I was like, oh, no. If I don't watch it right this second, I'm not going to get it in because I'm going to fall asleep. So I went ahead did it right then and there. It was still a little nervous that I wasn't going to be fully immersed because of my tiredness and the episode pulled me right out of it and i was engaged i was locked in good, good. and it was all at 7 45 p.m 7 45 p.m yeah don't know what to say that's exactly <laughs> what time it was i'm not gonna lie yeah i mean how could you not be engaged by this ask lad is such an interesting guy such a mysterious guy too. yes so anytime you get a little something yeah. for him i'm all in well let's just uh hop on into it let's do it so we start off with a young boy carrying a woman to shore. Palest woman I've ever seen. Very sick and pale, yeah. I mean, I've seen pretty pale. Maybe not the palest I've ever seen. Well, you love pale. Pale and black hair. I've got some yeah. fixation with that. I don't you know why. You were discussing it with me earlier. I am concerned about it because it makes you pull up people that you haven't seen in person in two years i just see you scrolling through their instagram i go whoa man what's going on there pale and black hair that's what's (laughs) going on um this boy who we later find out is Askeladd. he looks like a younger thorfinn kind of he does he's got resemblance i'm trying to think exactly like what i was thinking the first time i for whatever reason who did you think it was I was kind of on the page because I, I saw the guy on the uh, shore and I was like, all right, that's Gratianus. Yes. So when I was looking at it, for whatever reason, it just clicked and I was like, oh, that's Ascalon. Yeah. He, or he looks like he's around Thorfinn's age right. at this time. Yeah. So I was proud that I connected those pieces. Okay. Yeah. It says his mother will die soon and she wanted to return to her hometown. Right. And I'll let the record show I caught it before he said that. Okay. I'm just making sure. Because when he says that, it makes it pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh, he looks handsome. He looks very handsome. Very handsome. She does not look yeah, the greatest, she, but she looks rough. Um, she's been locked up in a bedroom for a while, apparently, from what he's been told. Right. And in stables. Bad husband. Mm-hmm. Bad marriage. And then we go straight into a new OP. Boo. Ronnie. I know. Boo. Thank you. This felt so lazy. What did the OP itself? It was itself? literally just showing scenes from the show. It seems so lazy here. We don't get creative. We don't get of imaginative like we did in the first one. Well, uh, all right. They the song is okay. The song. The song is where I really got angry. I love a map. So the fact that they do some map stuff, I like. They do these weird, like I don't little art pieces. I'm looking at it now of like Askeladd if he was in a 2020 comic book where he's got like a crown on his sword. Okay. Um, 
But it's a lot of just like recycle. I mean, you haven't seen the rest of the season, but a lot of it is just like little clips of the season. I want newly animated stuff like we had in the first one where we had little Thorfinn running around with his, with his poppy. I mean, really cool stuff. Here's what it ultimately comes down to for me. I, I was thinking about this the other day. You called the last OP your second favorite behind the rumbling. I'm just going to say it as far as songs go from day to day, I would listen to the Vinland one more than attack on Titan. Okay. Because I'm not always ready to rumble, but I am always ready to... To Miyakian? To, to Makanyo. Makanyo, yeah. <laughs> always down to Makanyo. <sighs> I really do. I've listened to that once a week just on my Spotify. And I believe you'll even say that you'll say something more about the season two one. Meaning what? That you listen to the season two even more than Makanyo. Really? You'll be ready to paradox even more than you. But yet, it's not behind. It's not second behind the rumbling, or you didn't put in your rankings for the podcast because we hadn't gotten there yet. We hadn't gotten there yet, but the song-wise, maybe. But I see you. You're very much a plebe. You only focus on you know one thing of the OP. I focus on it as a collective. The, right. the visuals, the creativity, the creativity the song all of that combined so when i say that you know the first op is one of my favorites i'm combining all that same with the rumbling the rumbling's obviously got awesome visuals and stuff too okay but yeah that is what i'm going off of but you are not that deep let's continue on well i'm a musician so i just have a talent for music so i'm always some call me the ear some call me the ears of the op (laughs) the ear yeah (laughs) i haven't heard that before i don't i wonder where you got that so, November 1013 AD, we're in Wessex, south of England. Uh, we've got a battle going on. Floki explains that it's only a matter of time until they conquer the land um, if everything goes well. They should be done by winter, and he's saying all this info directly to the king. Who is just holding his crown. I've never right. seen that move before. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, he the king wants to know where Canute is. They haven't heard from him since being attacked by Thorkel, is what Floki says. And he orders him to let them know as soon as he knows more info about it. And then puts on the crown onto his ugly head. Now, what's up with it? So why was he... It's like he literally had the crown off just to hear that information. I mean, this guy looks so rough. He's I, terrible looking. I don't... It's the kind of thing where I'm like... I look at him now, and I understand he's... He's coming to the end of his stint, right? I don't know how old he is or if he's just sickly. His whole vibe thus far has told me, I was like, were you ever even a good king? I don't even think you ever were really with it. He's old, Ronnie. He's decrepit. He's old, but then you got to help put people in positions to make make your job, your reign better. Especially, um, so, what is this guy's name? Swain. No, the... Floki. Floki, thank you. All I could say was Thorkel. Floki does not... It's funny to see how little interest he has in Canute. It oh, does not yeah. seem like they tried very hard, is all I'm saying. Yeah, it definitely seems like he, he could not care less. He just kind of acts like he does in front of the king. And I imagine that he's acting like that for... Like, both are true. One is he does not care about Canute. And two, 
he doesn't care about Canute so much that why would he go send his men to try and fight Thorkel to get Canute back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would make a lot of sense in that he would just lose a lot of his men doing that. But back to Thorfinn and the boys. They are preparing for battle, okay? We're, we're, where we left off last episode, which was a bunch of men on a hill with bows and arrows and kind of got our boys trapped. Asklad orders his men to not return fire, though, even though his horse was just taken out. Once again, with the these people and the horses, no one understands how valuable a horse is. If they they literally should have killed a, just a random dude rather than the horse. Yeah, I mean, once you do that, though, you're the type of guy, nope. Ronnie. That's yeah. This is no. Nope. You kill. I'm oh saying. Oh my god, my he's got a hundred men. You kill the seventy six one back. No one bats an eye. I care more about my men, Ronnie, and my fellow comrades than I do a mere. You couldn't horse. even. You couldn't even name a hundred people right now. John Wall, Damian Lillard. <laughs> oh, why are you going basketball players first? Interesting. John Wall. Somewhere he's listening and he just gave a fist bump that he's the first person you named. John Wall. All 100 people in the world, you named John Wall first. Wow. All I, for some reason, this song's John Wall. John Wall. It's a huge, my... huge day for him. So the Whalians, they're trying to, you know, battle with the Danes. But. They're not trying to. Yeah, the, yeah, they're pretending like they're trying to. <laughs> yeah. But they're speaking Welsh, and Askeladd is kind of surprised. Um, the guy is kind of surprised that Askeladd is speaking Welsh back to, and, and this guy is Bullcut Ugly Man is what I call him. That's a pretty good name. It's a ridiculous bowl cut. I would never follow this guy into battle, ever. No. He ends up being pretty cool, though, but with that haircut, no. You can't follow anybody with that haircut. He, no, he ends up being fine. Matter of fact, you can't follow that guy to the barber seat after he gets that haircut. Because I watch, anybody that cuts that hair is, I'm done. I'm not going to that person. I could watch this guy do, I don't know. He could do some very impressive skateboard trick off of a half pipe, land on his shoes that happen to be Healy's, uh, Healy down a mountain, jump off a diving board into a boat and shoot off. And I would still, with that haircut, I go, that guy's just fine. Just fine. I'm still yeah. not calling him cool. Yeah, he could win. He could win the world championship, and I'm still not calling him cool. <laughs> So Tatiana, or sorry, Gratianus, that's going to be hard not to say Tatiana. Right. Because I don't know if that's a, like, what is that from? Oh, Thotiana. That's what I'm thinking. Thought, of. Yeah, you're thinking of Thotiana. Yeah. Gratianus is trying to reason reason with his own Whalians not okay. to do anything. Also, I know that you had a nickname for the guy, but he doesn't need one because his name is perfect for his haircut. Um, Asser. <laughs> His name is Asser. <laughs> what? Asser, yeah. Yeah, you don't even need a nickname for him. When I find out his name later on, I just call him Asser. Yeah, because why would you not? Yeah. Asser. But yeah, Bjorn realizes that these guys are just using intimidation factors to control the negotiations. He says, Asklad has violated... Uh, this is Asser speaking. Asklad has violated ceasefire multiple times in the last 10 years. So they will be capturing the prince and using him as a shield because even the king of the devils must still love his own child. 
which is very uh, that's a cool thing to say because King Swing really does seem like he cares about Canute. I think I made the claim a few episodes back that Bjorn was my favorite character, and even when I said it, I was worried that I was being like too too fast. Too, yeah, too fast, taken by the moment. He did like, you know, he had a cool moment or two. With every episode that goes by, I feel more and more confident that that, like, I mean it. He's my favorite character. He was great this episode. He's he my really favorite was. character. I, he deserves so much more respect than anyone would ever give him the first time he's on screen because he just, oh, he takes a mushroom, he becomes a crazy guy. He's smart. Like the only reason that he, I say that he shouldn't be leading them right now uh, is because Askeladd just has so many like connections, little and, connections in the mysteriousness about him. But that's the thing about Bjorn. Bjorn is so smart that he lets Askeladd lead. Yeah, that's how smart he is. He could be the the smart guy to lead it, but well, and all these guys they look to Bjorn. For, yeah, they do. They're like Askeladd's not going to tell us anything. So what? <laughs> yeah. What's actually going on? Askeladd says these these days a sheep must wear a wolf's skin to graze. So he'll go along with the act. He puts his highness Canute front and center and tells Canute to say something high-spirited and Canute just looks at him like he needs a diaper. No other look. Okay, should Canute have uh, crawled behind Ragnar and coward? No, but I will admit... He hasn't done it yet, Ronnie. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. But I will say, if someone told me, just pulled me out of a crowd, and they're like, all right, say something high-spirited in this situation with bow and arrows being aimed at you, I wouldn't have a lot for him either. I would. This is what I would do. Try it. Lesser taxes for all. Shoot you. You think I'd, you'd get shot for that? I think that's... I mean, what else would you say? I mean, it's not high-spirited. Lesser taxes and more happiness for everybody. It's a little bit higher higher spirit. How about this? What? Try this one. Let's raise those spirits up. <laughs> Put down the bow and raise a toe. Yeah. I don't know. Drop the bows, raise the spirits. Everyone, let's go. Be worth a shot. I mean, it's better than what he does because he tells Canute their balls will shrink if it comes from him. And then the Highness just hides behind Ragnar like a scared little girl. And I'm going to call him a scared little girl because I don't respect thy Highness right now. Well, I'm going to go into, I'll get ahead of myself a little bit here. Thorfinn is doing this move where he just calls him princess. And yes, I agree. Let's just call him a girl. I was confused to begin with in the first place. So I'm down. Askeladd then teaches Ragnar a little parenting lesson, saying he is young, but he's still a prince. He has duties. And then Askeladd is saying he needs to do this so we don't have an unnecessary fight, because that was Ragnar's whole thing. He's like, oh, he doesn't like unnecessary fights. And Askeladd's like, yeah, no shit. That's why I'm telling him to do this. Because Ragnar is always going to have Canute's back. That's just how it is. But Ragnar says... You could never understand his highness. The palace is a place where children and adults eat each other alive. And it was hard for the young sickly prince to make it through it. It silenced his heart and breath. What do you think about that? I think that's all a bunch of bullshit. Okay. Okay. That's, I mean, I'm sure he did like have some moments that were rough as a kid, but everybody does. Right. He's his highness. Yeah. 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 
I mean, yeah, he was literally a prince in a castle. What you think? Some, Boo who? You think Tom Thomas the fourteenth of his name that is the son of like the the seventy fifth guy in line that gets shot and no one cares? Who he stole his blocks and people Ragnar was like, wow, what a tough day for Canute. Yeah, the only thing that this does have going for him is that Canute. I know he's being really scared and stuff right now, but that it does seem like he has somewhat of a heart. Has anyone, and listen, you know, if you don't, I'm not saying he should do this, but if life's been so hard on you, you want to try and make it a little easier for yourself. Has anyone suggested a haircut? That would help him with his princess prince yeah. dilemma. Has anyone going. suggested maybe don't put chapstick on 17 times a day? Lip gloss. Because those lips look a little bit too smooth to be a dude's. Chap them up a little bit. You think he's kissing anybody out there? I think he's kissing the mirror. Ragnar's ass? Ragnar sure hopes so. That guy's creepy. You think that? Oh, so... All I'm saying is Ragnar is totally the uncle who, uh, even though you get too old for it, he leans in and he's like, ah, oh, kiss your uncle. Mm-hmm. I got a surprise for you if you come get some ice cream yeah, with me, sunny boy. Peck me on the cheek right here. I've got a surprise gift for you. You'll find out once you go riding with me a few miles down the road. Crack my egghead with a kiss. Uh, he says, he then flips out on Askeladd saying, it's not your place to control how he acts. So Askeladd, you know, after Ragnar loses his mind a little bit, says he's going to go tell them the plan. Fine. Like, he's like, fine. This isn't going to work. I'm going to go tell the plan. Askeladd then apologizes to thy highness and goes and talks to Asar himself. Before this, just because we got to talk about how bad of a character Ragnar is, Ragnar goes, I'll I'll do it. Let me, let me say something high-spirited. You don't like Ragnar? No. As a character? No. He's not that bad. The thing about Ragnar is... He's not that bad. He, Go ahead. I do believe that he did make a decent point to Askeladd. Which is what? Which point? Now, he's way too protective and stuff. The stuff where he's like, the prince is not prepared for this. He's still young. Obviously, he has duties, but you don't know his upbringing. You just stole him. You just captured him. He's going to be 23 years old, and Ragnar <laughs> will still be saying that. Because if you don't, if you don't throw him in the fire at some point... He's always going to be... He's still new to this. He, He's never said anything high-spirited. Me, on the other hand, I'm full of spirit. Yeah, me... but, but Ronnie, when has the prince ever been captured and forced to march across, you know, thy land and in, in a don't place... Don't say he's... thy land. <laughs> don't say thy land. Thy, thy Welsh land that he's never been in, maybe. This, All, this situation is a little like I mean he's got like some merit behind it, but you're right. He needs to just throw him out there like it's time. I just think for a prince, anyone who's been like preparing their whole life as a prince, they, I mean, they eat the high spirit shit up. All Askeladd wasn't asking him for to go barter a treaty with these guys. He was like, hey, just give us a little rah rah to yeah. show that you're you got a heartbeat. You couldn't do it. Yeah. And for whatever reason, Ragnar, who just downed 17 pounds of bread and hasn't lifted a sword in 17 years, you're like, not that bad of a guy. He's pretty cool. Well, also, too, not everybody, Ronnie, has been in Thorfinn's situation where they're just thrown into the Viking wolf pen at six years old and then grow up just killing people. I so think, it's a little bit different. I think there's a, definitely a happy in-between. <laughs> because... D- 
it's not like if Thorfinn, you said, hey, send, say something high-spirited. <laughs> yeah, he's not saying anything high-spirited. <laughs> he's just looking at you and you go, oh, never mind. Thorfinn looks at the scaled little prince and says, you loser, are you really the same age as me? <laughs> yeah. I like, I mean, it's just it's a little so side conversation where yeah. no one else is listening. He's just like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm protecting this guy. Gratiana says in code word to Askeladd, though, uh, basically, you got to get Ragnar away from the highness. He needs to let the chick leave the nest. Just, you know, kind of what we're saying. Everybody can see that. Well, obviously. kind of what I was saying. You were like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole, like, Askeladd's men see that. Everyone sees that. Like, get rid of this guy. Like, make him leave. Shut him up. Do something. Right. It's not that he's. I'm not asking him to do everything right now i just you know let's start doing has he even trained with a sword who are you talking about thy highness canute thy highness yeah probably not i would imagine not like baby steps yeah let's get him going yeah just let him hold a sword right i'm sure he's not even held one so askeladd starts talking to asser and (laughs) (laughs) you didn't even make a joke but it was funny and says will you join us in the war um I believe you will, depending on the reward. Or no, the guy says, I will, depending on the reward. The negotiations continue while Bjorn, you know, he's just lurking in the back. Just his mind is churning. He's talking to his men about how weird of a guy Askeladd is. He's talking to that one, the one guy that I don't know any of Askeladd's men's name besides Bjorn. Right. And the year. And that's why he's my favorite, though. What the of guy the, that, of the men Bjorn who Bjorn Starkin talking yeah. to? Yeah, he's like the only like really recognizable, right? One. Blonde beard man. Yeah. He said something funny last episode, and I was like, "All right, that's my guy." Yeah. Uh, uh, did you talk about how Asser pulled the tried to pull the alpha move and was like, "Guys, I've got this one." Oh yeah, yeah. Talk about that. It was just funny that someone with a haircut, and then he was like, Duh. "Guys, I've got." And he's like, "Move further away, further what? than ten feet." Yeah. Anyone who takes the time to go. Five times as far as that. Yeah. But don't, hey, not too far. <laughs> Stay pretty close. Far enough where my haircut doesn't look that bad. But yet, Bjorn talks about how he had no clue that Askeladd could speak Welsh. Uh, even the funny guy is shocked by this, that Bjorn, Bjorn doesn't know stuff about Askeladd, but says, he, Bjorn says, all I do know, though, is that he's from Denmark. He said, I'm his right-hand man. We've been together for decades, but he doesn't tell me a damn thing. And Which, uh, what do you think about that? It makes me wonder, I want to hear why Bjorn, I mean, obviously things have gone relatively well. I want to yeah. hear from Bjorn why he doesn't, that would be infuriating. I'm, Bjorn is a better person than I. Oh, he's a great person. That's why he's your favorite character. I know. If well, I, mean, I was think, with things if have I was gone with pretty someone, swimmingly. If with, I was with someone for decades and they wouldn't tell me things, I would be so out of there. I mean, yeah, but think about it. You say things have gone pretty well. I would say they've gone like very well, considering because they're alive. They're alive. They they've gotten. We've seen them get treasure. They everything's worked out. Like everything they've done has worked out in the end. It's never not worked out. So. Yeah, the fact that they've been able to stay together, they're not with any particular army, they're freelancers, and they've just survived this long, that's a that's a big win. Yeah. But yeah, this guy starts laughing at Bjorn, asking if he's 
a grown man or not. And then, of course, Bjorn gets mad at that because it is kind of cute that Bjorn, he's like, oh, he doesn't tell me anything. Right. I thought I I just want to know him. He's like, I just keep helping him, but he'll tell me when he's ready. He's a tough nut to crack. I'll crack him eventually. Yeah, but the guy has to say he's joking because obviously Bjorn's ready to fight. But he says, Askeladd is a great leader, so who cares about his past as long as he makes us money? And I think that's... I think that's what a lot of them think. They're, they're just like, everything's working out great. I don't care if he's got a mysterious past or not. He's our leader and he's good at it. Well, and he's, he's also one of these guys who's like, oh, and he's lucky. He's got luck on his side. Mm-hmm. So, because that's what the people who are trying to get to Valhalla, they're prone to these kind of thought processes. Mm-hmm. And the guy says, I'll follow him. And then we get a look from Bjorn right here. What did you take away from this look? Oh, that's a good point. What do I take from that it's, look? It's kind of a, it's kind of a like a shit eating look, a mean look. Yeah, I don't know if he's thinking. Bjorn's thinking. You fool! He's like, I, I'm following him, but I at least well, have I don't the wherewithal. Know. With, I don't know. Or he's looking at him and going, Bjorn's having a moment of like, God, am I that simple minded too? Like, I think I'm following mm. him for something more. But really, I know nothing more of him than this guy does. And I mean, because when you cut it down to like, well, we things keep working out and he seems lucky. So, well, I'll just keep following him. Bjorn's yeah. like... He's like, am I really like that low too? Right. Yeah. Bjorn's like, am I really... Yeah. Or Bjorn's... He's a smart guy. He, yeah. He's, he's. It's almost like, am I really that ignorant and dumb too? Right. Where I just like kind of just go along. And that's what I'm saying. Like at a certain point... <clears throat> Like, Bjorn's the one delivering these messages to these guys. He's the one that's going up to the campfire at Askeladd saying, like, hey, you should probably, like, tell these guys what we're doing because they're getting kind of impatient. I mean, any how loyal is he? Because it doesn't seem like Askeladd's super loyal to Bjorn, even though he kind of does have him as a right-hand man. At what point does Bjorn go, screw it, I'll go do this myself? Well, that, well that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think Askeladd is, like, loyal to him? You said super loyal. I mean, oh, we haven't seen that yet. But he trusts him, though. He does trust him. I know he well, says only he, so much. I know he says he trusts all of his men, but he obviously trusts Bjorn more than his other men. I would say that for sure. Trust him enough to tell him something because I do think he realizes that Bjorn's smart. But the fact that he hasn't told Bjorn a lot of the stuff about him, how much does he actually trust him? No, that that's a good point right there. He realizes how smart Bjorn is. He, not, tr- he might not trust him, but he knows he's smart. He trusts him with battle plans. Does he trust him with him himself, with his heart? Okay, don't don't take it there. Because I trust you, brother. I know, but that's just like it's like oh, it's the difference between uh, trusting you with being like, hey, are you recording over there? Versus me being oh, like, oh shit. <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> versus me being like, hey, will you? Does my hair look weird right now? I'm wearing a hat. But do I have a booger in my left nostril? Yeah. One of those. Right. So do you think there's a little intimacy going on between them? No. <laughs> Wait. Okay. What? Dude. When we're talking about each other, do not parlay that into... So do you think there's a little intimacy? Because there's no... Make it clear on the microphone right now. Make what clear? I know. When you type in Ronnie and Chad on social medias, do a lot of Ronnie and... You know, uh, Chases, Ronnie and Daniels, they pop up and they are gay couples sharing an account. Yes, we're not that. All right. We're totally not. We're just two buddies. 
Two friends. Making a podcast. Two true friends. Thank you. Hannah Montana literally wrote a song about it. You're a true friend. How did that one go? You're a true friend. Yep. Askeladd then tells his plan to Asser, uh, but we don't hear it yet, just quite yet. Graziana says, yes, Askeladd is the son of Lydia and has inherited the blood of the great leaders of the Roman Celts. Askeladd then says, he is a mix of Danish and Welsh blood. My father, Olaf, conquered the coast of Wales in the past and carries li- and carried Lydia um, all while I was a child. And he's the child of Lydia. Son of Olaf. So he is mentioned when he's done promises in the past. We've heard him multiple times. He says, son of Olaf, and then as we see here in a little bit, uh, ancestor of Artorius. He's mentioned both of them in his some of his promises. Right. That's, yeah. Which is, I mean, I guess when I heard son of Olaf, I didn't even take it as that was his father for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, well, okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah, sometimes people say, oh, son of God. Yeah. Like I almost so, took it as like a, like the a Olaf higher, was a higher up. A higher like, being, okay. Like a Valhalla God. For some reason, that's how I took it. Obviously, I was wrong. I'm more well-versed in the, you know, medieval sort of thing. So I was like, okay, his father's name was Olaf. But the ancestor of Artorius, now that yeah. is what I would start leading with because that just sounds cool. Well, have you have you heard the promise, which promises he kept when he said those? That's what's interesting. Ooh, okay. There's promises he kept and there's promises he did not keep. Right. Yeah, guy, he doesn't seem like a big Olaf guy. I see where you're going <laughs> yeah. with that. The guy says he has heard the bloodline of the war gods of old Britannia had gone extinct. He's a descendant of Artorius, like I said, and we then go into Artorius history. He was Lay it a, on me. He was a commander of the Britain. Is it Britannia or Britannia? I was saying Britannia in my head, but I don't know. Britannia. Brit- what? Well, it's got to be. It's not Britannia. <laughs> that I'm sure of now that I'm thinking of it. I, my country accent comes out every yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Britannia. Like that, right? I think so. Probably he was a commander of the Britannia army. No, putting no. way too much emphasis on the second end. Okay, he was a commander of the Britannia, better army. And I don't know if that's right, but fifth and sixth centuries in 516, he defeated invading Saxons and English at the Battle of Baden Hill. Legends were passed down, and he was. You know, the legends were based off of King Arthur. So, right. King Arthur, he's the one with the sword, right? Yeah, that they pulled out of the ground or whatever. The, no, I think it was a stone. I mean, the, yeah, the ground rock stone. The ground rock stone, that's correct. Yeah. So, when I heard that, I was like, whoa. All right, that guy's a pretty big deal. Right. I mean, Askeladd is basically saying I, he has the blood of a legend like King Arthur, which is pretty fucking cool. Right, right. It would basically be like, okay, roles reversed. Every single Viking died. Well, I don't know if that's true or not, because those are gods. Never mind. I take it back. It would be like saying, like, I am an ancestor of Fidel Castro or something. Okay, interesting example that you came up with, but sure, I guess so. Right. I mean, there's not a lot of them, I'm sure. I don't know. The weird thing about 
I'll take you one step further. I am an ancestor of Hitler. That is even weirder. I don't understand who the um, the who supports Castro, because I know the Cubans are pretty fed up with his shit. At least I know like Nazis would welcome me with open arms. Not that I want those. Arms I would feel open. like. Well, no, I got a good one. Let the record show I am not a descendant I'm, of. I'm a direct Hitler. descendant of like George Washington, something like that. Mm, he was had a lot of slaves. People still respect him, though. I don't. Well, yeah, because you're. You're not people. <laughs> so what? He made it across a cold river. So did my dog. It's like 34 degrees out there. She went right across it. Gratania. <laughs> oh, man. Gratiana. Sorry. There's so many just. The names are tough. Yeah. Says when Askeladd was 14, he visited Wales with Lydia and met me for the first time. So he is the evidence that he can provide with this information. Askeladd says she was kept in my father's bedroom for a long time, and after she got sick, kept in the stables. Ugh. So, well, I don't, I don't get the mindset behind that sort of thing. I mean, yeah. Look, why, why do you even keep her around? Like, what is their sick mind? I know, but then the stables. You're going to the stables. I mean, that's it's showing like slight sympathy oh i won't just kill you but i'll keep you around in the stables with the horses and it's like ownership it's power move once again they're shitting on the horses it's a power move i would be i would be the only one respecting horses the proper amount and i would be ruling the world at this time if i was there okay they're not shitting on the horses first off they're putting their sick sick sounds like the horses are shitting on her is what it sounds like she might be carrying a disease don't put her with yeah, the horses. She's gonna get more diseases. Put from her the in horses. A, put her in an outhouse. Don't put her in either one. Put her in your bed because she's your wife and you love her. And, and then Asklad mentions that because of the his mixed blood being from being Danish and Wellian, yeah, he has got an insider in the Danish army, which is me. That's when I got hyped when he just mentioned that. He's like, "Yeah, I'm half and half." So now you got an insider. Like basically, we knew how mysterious he was and how secretive. And it's like, oh shit. If I can make that rich boy the next king of Denmark, then I can claim that high position too. I can then conclude a non-aggression treaty with Wales. I won't let them take even one step on this land. And he says that very powerfully right Right. there. Like he truly means that. Well, he would have to, I mean, that really, it's a beautiful plan once it's all laid out. Like, I don't know how likely it is because Canute is such a bitch. But, I mean, yeah. If Askeladd plays his cards right, we can find a way to deal with Ragnar. Askeladd gets high up for saving Canute. It has his ear. You could play Canute like a puppet. The guy that asks her then just starts laughing maniacally. And uh, obviously, like... I mean, if somebody told me that and it turned out to be true, it would just be like, holy, this is amazing. This is like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah. To, th- to think we were acting like we were going to bow and arrow you. Yeah. He did say he has one concern, though. You were raised among the Danes. By the way, the land is beautiful. So don't let anyone step foot on it that doesn't belong there. 
Right. And whale, yeah, they said whales is kind of poor and more rocky and stuff. Some, I think it said that like last episode. Mm-hmm. It's like, this shit looks amazing to me. Maybe not great farm. Yeah, land, you might but, not be growing a whole lot of crops, but. He but, says, but I'll you, tell you what, when you've got a peace treaty with the, uh, the throne, I bet they could ship you some bread. Mm hmm. He says, are you more of a Dane or an Artorius descendant? And then Asklad pretty much is just like, well, you'll just have to trust me on it. Regardless of my blood, I hate the Danes. And he looks over at his men. What what do you think about that line right there? I think that line goes to show that if they had killed the 75th men in line, Asklad would not have blinked an eye. Yeah, what was it? I think there was a few episodes. It was like episode ten or something when they his a lot of his men started getting taken out, and you were he was just like, huh? He had no reaction, right? And we talked about that. He's just using them as a means to an end. That's always kind of how. So I he, thought. you think he, he, all of those, even Thorfinn, he doesn't care about any of those. No, guys? will you quit trying to make him care for Thorfinn? He does not care about Thorfinn. If anything, he's just trying to use... He's realized the further and further he's trying to get Thorfinn to, uh, killed and he keeps surviving, he goes, wow, this is actually a great tool I've got here. <laughs> this is amazing, wow. And it makes it even like... I don't know if they're trying to do this, but if you're trying to get really deep into it, which you know we always are, the fact that we don't know any of his men's like life, name even, I think is perfect for how... Like, we basically know what Asklad knows. Does Asklad know any of their names? <laughs> That's a good point. That like, is a really he? good point. I don't know. He knows the year. I've heard him say the year. Have we ever seen Asklad just sitting and chatting with one of his guys? Or is he always, they're always around a campfire and he's somewhere completely else, sleeping in a... We've seen know. him always sleeping away when Thorfinn go. he's just yeah. away. And, and what's crazy about it is he, like you said, you don't think he cares about Thorfinn. But he has more connection with him than he's had with anybody else. Yeah. May not be a good connection, but right. it's more of a something. The Thorfinn thing could still, it can change. Right now, I still totally believe that he's just using Thorfinn 100%. I've, but we know that he's got some sort of like admiration for Thors. Admiration for Thors. And then it even the only other person I've seen that he even semi-likes is like... Uh, Gratanius or whatever his name is. Get Gratianus. Gratianus. Too many, too many god names, <laughs> right? Old names. It seems like he kind of enjoys him too. Obviously, he had a connection to him when he was a little kid, but. right? And I'm sure if you know they made the the mother's passing easy, he feels like he owes him all that yeah. stuff. So Askeladd then explains to his men that they are just pretending to be their prisoners while they march through the land. So yeah, they got to go through the land, but they got to be assers, prisoners, to make it there. So they don't, so the common people don't get scared. Or and whatever. once again, it sounds like everyone was just completely fine with that. Like everyone just gave up their weapons, no sweat. And the yeah. only people were uh, they all trust Ragnar him. and Thorfinn, of course. Yeah, Ragnar asks why Askeladd's men follow his orders, and it's because they trust him, right, Thorfinn? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he then calls Askeladd Baldy. And tells Ragnar to not get the wrong idea, Conehead. Uh, I'm not one of his men. I'm the enemy. <laughs> it's so funny that Ragnar just has zero idea. Like, what's going on here? 
But yeah, Ragnar and Thorfinn are the only ones to keep their weapons. It makes it even funnier when you think of the fact that from Ragnar's perspective, Askeladd assigned Thorfinn to be Canute's protector, and now Thorfinn is telling Ragnar, I am his enemy. (laughs) (laughs) While he still has his knives. Yeah, which is good. I guess if you are the sole guard of the prince, you need to have something. The villagers and farmers, though, see the men coming through, you know, through the woods, and they all start spewing out these evil rumors about how they eat people and poke out eyeballs, stuff like that. Wales, beautiful landscape, it looks like. These guys are so dorky. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thorfinn calls Canute a princess and says, if there's something you have to say, say it yourself, because princess canute you know looks like he wants to mutter some words to thorfinn and then he finally builds up the courage after stuttering multiple times the reason i don't talk isn't because i'm a coward it's because i have to be cautious i'm the prince and i'm different than you my words have political repercussions this sounds just like a guy we work with yeah kidding um and it also ragnar's face when canute starts talking is the second most anime this show gets behind Thorkel. Yeah, yeah. His face, it, it is very anime, but it is funny because I don't think we've Ragnar has ever seen Canute talk to anybody but him. Yeah, that's what he makes it seem like for yeah. sure. Especially in a foreign country. And I don't have daddy's permission. So he's just going through all these excuses and Thorfinn then laughs and says, those are some good excuses, princess. And Canute gets up and says, that's the first time anyone has talked to me like that and actually starts raising his voice right here. What's up with that? Yeah, I don't Did know. Did it just take an- another kid his own age to finally bring yeah. him out of a shell? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that is true. Like, I don't know what the final button was pushed because it goes to show that Ragnar was full of shit earlier when he's like, oh God, growing up in the kingdom was tough (laughs) (laughs) if all Thorfinn did was call him princess and it was like you really don't talk and then that made him go overboard and start shouting like this yeah he's just having an absolute outburst everyone's shocked but the marching continues and Canute we see like a little collage where he signs a treaty Uh, they're still going through Wales snow begins to fall and Ragnar asks Askeladd to go faster because of the snow. I mean, just annoying. Ragnar is just so annoying. He says they are headed for the main army in Gainsborough. We'll arrive in one week, and they, we can't get trapped in the mountains of Wales. So Askeladd says he's got everything figured out. Don't worry. They then change routes randomly, and of course the men follow along. Bjorn reassuring all of the men that everything's going to be, everything's going to be good. But we can tell that something's something's up with Askeladd. He's planning something. End of episode. And that's just another instance where Bjorn is just put like, he doesn't know, right? He's just putting his faith in Askeladd and being like, all right, yep. come on, guys. Yeah, th- Yes, it, he has to be the one to reinsure. He is like a part of the men and he, he knows something fishy is up to, but he has to reassure them. Right, just because so Askeladd's never going to, Askeladd's just going to say this way yeah. and then keep walking while everyone's like stopping and looking around at each other. Bjorn's got to say it to make sure they all keep walking, actually. Yeah. End of episode. It is going to be snowing. 
They're going to yes. get so stuck. <laughs> I don't know what all that means uh, for this show, but yeah, it's going to be bad. Very snowy. Um, so good episode. Just once again, the Askeladd, we've been wondering, or I know I've been wondering to finally get a little bit more about Askeladd to know that, okay, there's not answers that are being hidden from us. It's that Askeladd's the only one with yeah. the answers. No, yeah, no one else has the answers right. except it's, for Gratianus. Yeah, it's not like I need Thorfinn to have some sort of fireside chat with Bjorn where Bjorn goes, well, actually, this is a lot of what's going on with Askeladd. It's like, no, Askeladd's the only one that we can talk to to figure it out. Yeah, absolutely insane that you can be with people for two decades and never say anything about yourself. And it makes me, like, I want to know more of, like, some of the higher-up Danes, like, if they hear the name Askeladd. What are they thinking? What made Floki go to Askeladd in the first place with the whole like Thor's murder mission? Mm-hmm. Uh, because he clearly has a reputation just all, all around the world because he's been doing this for so long so successfully. Yeah. Uh, cool. I think that's about all I have. I think that's good. All right. We'll talk with everyone next week. Uh, check out the Patreon if you want three more episodes right now. Uh, listen to our Jujutsu Kaisen coverage and Attack on Titan just a couple more weeks almost there well it won't be a couple when this comes out it won't be a couple more weeks but yeah I guess if this is free go listen to it what now go listen to it now yeah wow might have a reaction up might have a thing up we might be doing TikToks dances to it I mean who knows a lot of TikTok dances coming everyone's way follow us I've been Ronnie I've been Chatty peace peace